If you've been following my Instagram stories, you guys will know I've been having a slight obsession lately with taco salad. Why is it literally the most delicious thing on the planet to me right now? I'm not sure, but I think it has something to do with the dressing I put on it. Lately, I've been using Primal Kitchen cilantro lime dressing for my taco salads and then throwing in some tomato, avocado, red onion, black beans, shredded vegan cheddar, and crushed tortilla chips. And wow, you guys, mwah chef's kiss. I love Primal Kitchen products because they make it easy to recreate your classic favorites with elevated ingredients. You know I'm on a journey right now personally with my digestion and skin, so having high quality ingredients that are good for me but also taste amazing is so important. I cannot be out here eating bland, flavorless meals, okay? That is not my vibe. Absolutely not. They also have the most amazing pesto mayo that's paleo and keto certified and made with avocado oil along with so many other flavorful condiments for summer grilling, marinades, salads, and sandwiches. My dad put their mango jalapeno barbecue sauce on some chicken and threw it on the grill the other night, and it was divine. I've also been loving the matcha collagen keto latte. I make it iced and just add a little vanilla creamer and oat milk to it. So good. And it has the collagen already in it for hair, skin, and nail support. And it's dairy-free and sugar-free, which is my vibe lately. I can't say enough good things about Primal Kitchen. So if you're like me and you don't want to compromise ingredient quality, but you still want your meals to taste amazing, you can find Primal Kitchen products in your local grocery store or visit primalkitchen.com and save 10% with the code Sam Daily 10. Welcome to the Makeshift Happen podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Daly, entrepreneur, life coach, and your no BS bestie, here to bring you all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. This podcast is designed to help you expand your mind and up level your life. So turn the volume up and roll the windows down if you're coming along for the ride. Let's go make shift happen. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. We have another Sam and Sam chat for you today. We know that you guys love these and we love them too. They're like, we use them as our, as our catch-ups and we actually had something totally different planned for today's episode. But when we jumped on zoom, we were just talking about where we're at in life right now and things that are present for us. And we realized that this episode just needs to go in a totally different direction because it's going to be way more authentic. It's going to be way more valuable. And it feels like it's something that's present for people in our communities at this time as well. So Sam and I are going to jam on the topic of kind of feeling stuck Mm -hmm. and being in a place in your life that feels sort of stagnant and maybe like you're feeling really ready to move past it, move beyond it, but there could be external circumstances that are keeping you in place and how to navigate that and how that's been showing up for both of us in our worlds. Just this feeling of like stuckness or stagnancy or boredom kind of with where you're at and really, really wanting to break through it, but having to move through that stickiness of the stuckness. So (laughs) that's the topic for today. Yeah. It's like those, you know, the, um, you know, the hands that you used to get as a kid, it was like a hand with like a string and then like a little loop at the bottom. And it was like a jelly, like gooey thing. And you'd like slap it like that's Whack it on the window. Yes. I feel like that's what the universe has done. (laughs) Like, I'm like, I'm just like, like a dead bug on the window. Like I can't move. Oh, it's just, it's totally, it's so real for, for me right now. I know for you right now and a bunch of my clients, so many women in my community, like they're just like in places that they don't want to be, you know, like they're just like ready for the next thing. You know, they're like, okay, like I'm good here. I, I, I've learned it, you know, like I'm ready. I'm ready. Like your body is like in motion trying to get to the next thing, but the, the plan is different than you know, what we want. And I think that that can be so hard for, for us when we are so like driven and like, we have this energy of like, all right, come on, like, let's move, like, let's get a move on. Like, I don't like sitting around, you know, and 
I know for me, it's taught me a lot of valuable lessons and I'm still like learning and integrating them. But yeah, it is really challenging to be in this and like in a relationship and running a business and taking care of your body and health and all the other things, you know, and I think that that can, it can just be really challenging trying to do it all. Yeah, totally. It always is. But I also think like there's something to be said too, for being a person who's done a lot of inner work already. And that is really like in deeply involved in their own personal growth and is kind of used to getting what they want for lack of Mm. a better like yes. word, it's kind of like I'm used to manifesting with ease. I'm used to getting what I want. And and that's yeah. something that we affirm over and over again to ourselves and to the universe of like, I get everything that I want and more. Mm-hmm. And it's a belief that we hold and believe to be true. And it still is true, but it's like it it always, without fail, anytime that you know, you're faced with a situation where your expectation or your plan is not lining up with what the universe has in store for you. It's always challenging, no matter where you are at on your journey to navigate that and to accept that and to continue to like lean into the trust and surrender. I don't think that that, I mean, I think that we get better at it, but I don't think that it's ever like this fun thing where it's like, oh, I wanted things to go this way and suddenly they're not. And woo, that's fine. It always kind of sucks, you know, mm-hmm. but it, it it almost like sucks more when you're used to getting what you want and having yes. it come through with ease. Dude, that's like exactly how I feel. I think that's what I said to Kurt last night. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, and I think the feeling that's coming up is frustration of like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, you know, like you just like you're just like, what is this? And I think in those moments, like the the version of me that like wants to come through, but I'm like learning to be like, no, it's okay, like you're good, is the one that wants to fix the problem, fix the problem, fix the problem, like make it go away, make it stop. This is stupid. I hate, you know, all those narratives. And I've recently really like I've been practicing deeply surrendering and being like, there's obviously a reason why I'm here. Like there's obviously a lot of lessons for me to learn. And I've been thinking about it because like it's June right now, mid-June that we're recording this. And this kind of has been going on for both Kurt and I since last July because we were in Colorado waiting for our van to be done and then our van was done and then we moved into the van in January and then for one month we traveled to the day and then we got the phone call that Kurt's mom was in the hospital and then drove up to Rhode Island and have been here since and so it's kind of been this perpetual like almost like waiting of this like phase of like oh my goodness like what is happening? You know? And I think that it's so easy. And I've caught myself in this, this thinking and I'm like, that's not the truth. Um, but if you guys are in this position where you're like the universe forgot about me, you know, it can feel like what, what's going on? Like what, what, why not me? You know, like, why is this happening? Right. And you can start to play into that victim. And, um, I've totally noticed that coming up way more than I ever have recently, just observing it, you know, and shifting back into, well, okay, there's obviously a reason why I'm here. I got some stuff to learn. And also there's so much to be grateful for in this moment. And in the times that it's really fucking hard, like just cry, like just feel your feelings, you know? And I just, I've been just honoring that and doing that. And it's meant a lot. It's meant that I've had to slow down in so many parts of my life because I just don't have the energy, you know? Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know if that, if that resonates for you too, but I know for me, it's really been kind of humbling to just, it's forced me to slow down because it's like, I have to, you know, your environment is, yeah, Yeah, I think that's the biggest piece for you and I right now, what's actually going on is Mm -hmm. that, you know, things are fine. Like I know your relationship is good. I know your business is good same with me, but like our environment is 
something that, you know, we, we just are desiring more. We're desiring something different. We're desiring something better. So to, to bring context to the situation for everybody listening, because some of our listeners, I forgot we didn't similar, tell them. <laughs> yeah. Some I like them, assumed you guys knew. <laughs> some of them might be in like a similar place. Like we're yeah. both right now, Sam and I are both not living in our own homes. So Sam is staying at her in-laws house because they went up there to help Kurt's mom while she's sick and moving through some serious things. And I'm staying with my parents in their house because when we moved back from Madrid, we kind of like had nowhere to go. So we came here and we've been house hunting for six months now. And we still don't have a house. And so it's just been like a lot longer of a process than, than what I ever imagined as it is, has been for you on your end, you know, thinking like, oh, you know, we're going to go there and we'll be there for a couple of weeks or maybe maximum a couple of months. Mm -hmm. Uh, But now it's like turning into this long drawn out thing. So the environment piece is so relevant for you and I, and likely for a lot of people listening because environment affects your energy, your vibration, it, your mindset, it affects your mental health. It affects literally everything. And that's why it's so important to, as much as you can curate environments that really make you feel uplifted and light and bright and inspired. But as we all know, sometimes those things just aren't as easy as snapping your fingers and making your environment the most like bougie, fun, exciting, cool place ever. You know, maybe you live with roommates that aren't the most respectful or they're not the most tidy, or you're living in a small apartment right now. That's not the best vibe for you. Or you're also living with your family, which is challenging because you have a lot of other people's energies around you and their mindsets and their projections and their emotions. And, you know, I think a lot of people, regardless of the situation, listening to this can think about how their environment impacts them in their life. So I think that's just like a huge piece that's going on for you and I right now, the environment. Yeah. Yeah. And as somebody who is such a highly sensitive and like empath, like I've recently discovered this about myself. Like I always knew I was like pretty empathetic, but um, I've started to realize, and this is kind of like, this is totally an edge for me to share this on the podcast, but I'm going to do it anyways. Um, Like I've started to realize that I, yes, I'm an emotional empath. I can feel other people's energy, but I also can take on the physical symptoms of other people. And this has happened to me like two times, once with my mom and once with my dad in the past few months, um, where like my dad was having this like insane ear pain and it was showing up for me and I had no idea. And I was like, why are my ears so itchy? Like what is going on? And then literally within like 30 minutes to an hour, my mom calls me to tell, tell me that she's taking my dad to the hospital for earache. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, and then the earache stopped after he was released from the hospital and same with my mom. My mom's been going through some like upper back and neck stuff. What am I doing right now? I'm going to the chiropractor because I have this severe pain in my neck and upper back and I'm like, holy shit. And so like if you guys are su- are highly sensitive or if you're empaths, like I know a lot of people in my world are, and I'm sure for you too, like you're just sensitive to energy generally. You're sensitive to other people's like feelings and mental states. And it's, I mean, it's no surprise. Like, no, I- I'm sure that if you're in an environment that's not like the most optimal, let's just say, which te- like technically the most optimal environment for me is like being alone like so that nobody's energy is affecting me right like I'm just in my bubble right but that's not real life obviously but like when there's other people that have that have stuff going on especially heavy stuff you know and I'm in a situation like that right now um I can literally feel I can feel it in my body and it's 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 so crazy like how this can happen but I think the thing to remember is like you have to separate yourself from the environment as much as you can, like get outside, like go out, do things like, you know, like get into nature for sure. Like make sure you're getting grounded and like get into the bath, like, you know, use your state, like sage the place, like do whatever you got to do to clear out 
any negative energy, but also it might mean that you have to set boundaries too. Um, and that's been something I've been doing, which dude, setting boundaries with your like in-laws is, <laughs> is like, that's probably like the most challenging boundary to set. Like in-laws is such a, such a, a weird space. It's such a fine line. It's so, mm-hmm. it's so bizarre. Yeah, it is. And I was telling Sam before we hit record, like I had to have a really challenging conversation this morning. And I think I'm just at this point where I have to like, and you, you do, I do like all of us do have to protect our energy. And I think it can be really easy when we do have such big hearts that we're like, oh, it's okay. Like, you know, like I'm going to be like this nurturing, whatever. But then at a certain point and you hit, you hit this like breaking point where you're like, fuck this, like enough is enough. I need to say something because this is no longer okay. And I think that is the point that's really hard for a lot of women, especially to like speak up and use their voice and like set the boundary, whether it's your environment with your family or in-laws or with a roommate or whatever. But it's like, your home is your home. Like that really does impact you so much. And if you feel like you can't relax in your own home, like that sucks. That's not a good feeling. And so it's like, you've got to do whatever you can to, to make that happen. Whether it's like, you know, taking some CBD, whether it's like literally getting into the bath every day to relax yourself, like doing like self-massage, like I've just upped my self-care practices so hard since being here. Cause like I need to, or else I would be just like disintegrating into oblivion. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, I've lived with my in-laws before a couple of times in Spain when I first moved there before I ever had an apartment. Like when I originally got to Spain, Mm -hmm. I moved in with them because I was still looking for an apartment. And so I lived with them for like about a month probably. Yeah. And then, you know, we usually live with them for about a month every summer when we go to the beach house and we all stay together in the same place. Um, and not like, not that it's a, it's totally like not a toxic environment at all. And they're great people, but it's still, it doesn't matter. I think it's still something about being in someone else's space. And Mm -hmm. for me, I think it's a lot of when you're in somebody else's home or in a home that doesn't feel like it's truly yours or that you like run the household or you have like ownership of it. I feel like there's this energy of not necessarily like tiptoeing around, but like you want to be a respectful guest. And so you kind of feel like you have to cater to how they do things or how they like things or their schedule of doing things. Like when we go to Jaime's parents' uh, beach house in the summer, it's like we eat lunch at this time. We eat dinner Mm -hmm. at this time. Like we have to come back from the beach and be there because they prepared lunch for us. So it'd be rude to be like, oh, we're not coming. Like things like that. And even just like, you know, how they like things kept or how they like things cleaned or it's just Mm -hmm. like this whole other energy of feeling like you almost like can't be fully yourself because it's not your space. Yes, yes, yes. That's literally it. And there's nothing more exhausting than being inauthentic. (laughs) Yes. And I think that's like, that's it. Like that's the core of it is you can't be your full truest self. And I think as somebody who's just relentlessly myself, and I know you are too, it's like, this has been so challenging to just like bite my tongue or to just be like, okay, I'm going to go outside for a walk. (laughs) You know, or like, like even me, like dancing every day, like I have to just, I can't even dance in my room with music on because it's like too much. And so I need to like put it in headphones and like, make sure I don't like step on the cracks where it like could creak a little, you know, it's like, it's just like, I'm tiptoeing around my life. And it, and I know that that, that can feel so, um, like, oh, like just like cringe, so cringe. And and, I, and the other crazy part about this too is I do think that the person on the other side or the people on the other side also feel this. Like it's not yeah. just you're in the situation, right? And the other person's all fine and doesn't feel it at all. It's like, no, they're also feeling stuff too. And whether they're hosting you or whatever, or they're your roommates, like 
we're pretty good at picking up on energy. Like energy doesn't lie, you know? And, and I think that it like trying to bring together energies that didn't voluntarily choose to be together. Right. Or there's some sort of dynamic where it doesn't feel like flow. It feels a little bit like some friction or it feels like, Ooh, this isn't it. You know, like, Mm, hmm, like there's just like a little bit of like, yeah, like, and your body just kind of knows that on both ends and you kind of can't ignore that. And that's it, you know, like it, it, it is that. And I think until you leave, it's like, how do you, how do you manage that? You know, how do you keep the peace, but also protecting your energy and also, you know, being respectful, like it's such a fine line to to find that balance between both for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've, you know, felt that a lot, like being home. It's it's always like this weird, like I know like my parents and I have a great relationship and they're like two of my best friends. So we truly do like love being here. And it's been so good for me actually to spend time with them after literally living so far away from them for over 10 years. So it's like, you know, I'm trying to like lean into the blessing that it is to get to have dinner with my family every night. Like I dreamed about moments like that when I was Mm -hmm. so far away from home for so long, like we would always do Sunday lunch with Jaime's family when we were living in Spain. And I was, I would just like dream about like how nice it would be to just be able to go over to my parents' house on a Sunday and like have lunch with them and sit with them and have a conversation with them. And for me, it's interesting to notice how sometimes even the things that we like prayed for or that we like really wanted, as soon as we get them and we have enough time with them, we can just be like so eager and ready to move on from them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been like one of my biggest lessons in in my particular situation is how do I hold on to the gratitude for the gift that I'm being given instead mm-hmm. of just hastily wanting to like get the fuck out because I don't need to escape this place, right? Like I know mm-hmm. your situation is much different than mine, but like for me, I don't I don't technically need to escape this place. However, mm-hmm. I do want, and I know you feel this too. I do want to feel like I'm starting this new chapter of my life with my partner, which yeah. I know is something that you're really desiring with Kurt too. You know, you guys yeah. got the van and it was supposed to be this new chapter of your, of your lives, like you and your dog and right. It's me and Jaime mm-hmm. and our dog. Like we want to just like yeah. have our little family and like go on our adventure and begin this new chapter of our life. And so I know you feel that too. And it's like that desire is becoming so strong in the waiting that it makes the patience and gratitude so much more challenging to access. Like you just have to become so much more intentional about the patience and the gratitude because the desire is growing and growing and growing and getting so big. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, that's been the biggest lesson for sure has been, well, I think it's, it's been like, so how do I, how do I want to like frame this? Kurt is the most patient person I've ever met and he would have to be being with me. Let's be real. But (laughs) he really is like, he's, he's so patient and I witness him being so patient in these situations. And I'm like, like, I'm like, I just look at him and I'm like, wow, how do you do it? Like, I'm not, I'm, and I'm working on it, but I also know, like, I'm like, I am impatient. Like, it's just like, I'm like, all right, let's fucking go. And like, yes, I can work on that. But my natural, like, just vibe is like, if I don't want to be here, I'm going to leave. Like, that's always been it. Like, I've always just left situations I don't want to be in. Like, because why would I stay in something that I don't like? Like, I just, I don't know. I've just always done that. Or if like a situation hasn't been a fuck yes, I'm like, get me on a plane and get me out of here. Or or like, I'm going to go somewhere else. And I said to Kurt this morning, it was funny. I was like, you know what is so interesting is this is the first time I've had to just sit with the discomfort of the environment. I can't run anywhere. I can't go anywhere. 
because I mean, technically I could, right? Like I could rent an Airbnb. Like I could go to my parents' house. Like I could do all these things, but the desire to be with Kurt is stronger than the desire to leave. And so it it's like, it's, first of all, it's crazy what love can do, but it, it's this really interesting, like place of observing myself, you know, and I'm sure for you, it's like observing yourself in the, in the both, in the, all right, I'm ready for the next thing. And also I am really grateful to be here, even as this has literally been the hardest thing I've ever gone through seriously. And I'm, I'm not even like, I don't know. It sounds crazy to say that, but it has been for me personally, the most challenging obstacle to navigate because so little is in my control, like nothing. It's not my family. It's not my house. It's not my environment. It's not the like, I'm just kind of here. And I think like making the most of it, right? Like I were in Rhode Island and Rhode Island's like a great surfing state. So I got a surfboard. I was like, fine, I'm going to learn how to surf. Like let's find how I can make this experience memorable and like really enjoy it. And that's been wonderful. And Kurt and I have been really focusing on like doing our daily gratitude and like having meals together where where we do reflect on like what was great in the day, but it is like such a conscious practice because it's so easy to get swept up in the complaining or the, all the things that you don't want. And I know personally, like without sharing too much, because it's, like I would share with you guys what's actually going on, but it's just, it's not my information to share. And so I'm just going to share as much as I can. But basically I feel like the biggest mirror that I've been shown is where I play victim and where I complain or blame. And I think that's why it's, this environment has been so challenging for me because I've been seeing all the ways in which I play victim in my life. And there's, it's these really small, sneaky ways where I'm like, oh my goodness, look at this little victim consciousness piece over here. Like, oh, look at this. Look at where I do some little blaming over here. And that's uncomfortable to face. Like that's, I mean, yeah. And so it's been like, whoa, it's a lot. It's totally a lot. But I know that on the other side of it, it's like, this is the most intense shadow work ever. And I guess I needed it, you know, to evolve into the next version of me who's on the road and then down the road buying a house and stepping into more CEO role, like growing in that way. Like, I think I needed this as shitty as it's been, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The vic- the victimhood is so real. I even find myself, you know, obviously we're in the process of like manifesting a house and I really have my heart set on buying a place in Florida. Like if we wanted to rent a place, we would have had a place six months ago. Like it's yeah. not, there's so many places to rent and you know, it's not even like the, the rent is, is fine in terms of like price and stuff, even like we could do it. It's not a big deal. And it's actually even so much easier to rent. Like with a dog, there's lots of places to rent that have like cute little dog parks, like, it. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, I'm being met with like the, the interesting challenge of sticking with my true desire Mm. instead of finding a way to escape and like pick the easy option just so that I can worm my way out or like feel like, oh, I did it, you know, in some way. But I know this is like the same thing that happened to me. This is the same fucking feeling that happened to me when I was trying to decide between taking the job offer that I got in Chicago, like Mm. after graduation and moving to Spain. And it was like, I actually, I always talk about that story of like a gut feeling. I knew I wanted to go to Spain, which I did, but also there was such a moment of contemplation because I was really tempted by the success and the achievement of, you know, I got offered this job. Like they offered it to me, like right then and there, like over the table, like at my interview, like they, they were like, we really want you. And it was like this, this moment of like, oh my gosh, I feel seen. I feel like, you know, Ooh, like, should I do this? And then I started visualizing myself, like moving to Chicago and getting a cute apartment and like making all kinds of friends. And then wondering, you know, will I even care about this relationship that I just started with this foreign man? Like, maybe I should just like follow my, 
yeah. you know, follow the the path and go down this road. And like, that could be really dope. Like who knows, but it's the same. I recognize this feeling so clearly because it was like, I could distinguish ever so slightly between the temptation and the true desire. Mm-hmm. They both, they both felt like they would bring pleasure in some way, but one of them was short-lived. Yeah. It was like, I would feel pleasure accepting the job and being like all excited about, oh, I'm going to be like a yo pro, like boss babe, moving to Chicago, like do my thing, whatever, getting my apartment. But I knew after a couple of months, I wouldn't like my job. I would be, and then I would be like, fuck, like, why did I do all of this? Now I have rent. I have a lease I can't get out of. I probably, you know, have a, I have a car. I have friends. I have all these ties. So I ended up, of course, you know, going with the true desire, which was less safe, but it was like, I knew that that's what I really, really wanted. And so in this house manifestation journey, it's been frustrating because I'm used to, like we talked about getting things that I want and being able to manifest with ease. So it's been uh, a challenge and an opportunity to like refine my process of manifestation and also to stop leaning into the like leaning into the complacency of like, I've already done the work or I already Mm -hmm. know how this works or I've done enough. I don't have to try as hard. Like I've really had to like pull myself out of that and be like, no bitch, like you're not special. Like you have to manifest and do like, you have to do the work if you want to manifest this thing. Like you have to be in co-creation with the universe to make this happen. But what I know for sure is that, you know, going to rent, a place or whatever would be the easy way out. And then I would be like, fuck, I really wish we like bought our dream condo, like right on the beach. Like why? Yeah. Yeah. Why did I do that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like settling for less than your true desire, you know? And yeah, I think, um, and not settling is uncomfortable. Settling is uncomfortable, but moving through the process of not settling and waiting for the right thing to happen is also fucking uncomfortable. Right. Because the biggest thing is patience. And it's like for big manifestations, like a house, for example, like, you know, I mean, yeah, sure. It could have happened in like a week, you know, but that wasn't your timeline and, and whatever, that's what it is. But I think it can be so easy to get distracted by the shiny objects of oh i'll just take this thing it's here it's in front of me let's just do it you know but then in the back of your head you're like oh like why did i do that damn it you know and i think this kind of goes back to this has been my journey at least of like being so disconnected from myself and disconnected from my body that like not trusting my gut or like hearing my intuition but not listening and like listening to my mind, you know? And I think a lot of women struggle with this of not even being able to hear their intuition, you know, being so disconnected from their body that they're like, what is my intuition even saying? Right. And like getting mixed messages. And I'm in this place too, interestingly enough, where I feel like as it relates to this, like, you know, instant gratification versus like, long-term reward I'm in this place in kind of all parts of my life it feels like where I'm I'm in this like relearning or even deeper learning of trust like a trust of the universe trust in myself trust in my gut like and that's been really like it's been really interesting to witness you know just like how much trust can you have You know, like, it's like, ooh, like leaning into this edge of, all right, we're just doing it. You know, we're just, we're just going or like even trusting on behalf of others, like they're fine. Like they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine without us. (laughs) Like we can go and letting go of control. And I know that that can be super challenging for like the high achievers that are listening um, who are so type A and control freaks. Like this was me so hard. Um, and I'm still learning a lot Same. of this, you know, like because I'm like controlling is exhausting and you can't even do it anyways. Like it's an illusion. So it's like you might as well just trust 
And it's like how to trust like is practice. You know, you have first you got to start with yourself. Then you can start, then you can, you know, move to the universe and all the other things. But I think at the core of even everything we've talked about today, it's like trust that you are in the right place at the right time. Trust that you are getting everything that you need. Trust that you wouldn't be here if you didn't need to be here. And I'm still in this, like, I think because we're in it right now too. I'm still like, what are all the lessons? You know, like, ooh, there's so much juiciness here. And I think when you're in it, it can sometimes be hard to see what's actually happening. You know, like what what's actually yeah. unfolding? What are the real lessons? Because I am somebody who needs a little bit of perspective to, to zoom out, to be like, wow, wow. Can we just like talk about what happened? You know, but when you're in it, you're just in it and you're feeling all the things. And so I do think it's like, it's pretty beautiful if you can zoom out on both manifesting whatever you want, right? Or your environment, like what's the lesson here for me? And that can be really challenging when you're in the midst of hardship. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like, uh, you know, you can only connect the dots looking backwards, not going Mm -hmm. forwards, but because you are a person that has become so self-aware and so involved in their own growth journey, you already know that the dots are going to connect, right? We we've already established that belief of whatever is happening is happening for me, not to me, right? I know that this situation, however painful, stressful, frustrating, not ideal, I know that it's serving me in some way. So we know that there's going to be lessons that to be pulled out of it. So we're trying to like get ahead to that place where we can look back and be like, where are the fucking dots connecting? Like we know they're going to connect. So we're like already trying to find them so that we can yeah. feel better yes. about yes. being in the shit. Yep. Um, but unfortunately the, the saying stands a lot of the time, which is you can only connect the dots looking back. And so you just have to, like you said, lean into the trust that it will make sense. It doesn't have to make sense right now, but it will. And I think that's the most frustrating thing. If you're someone who enjoys control is you're like, okay, I guess I could get on board with believing that this is serving me and that there's lessons here. Let me find the lessons. Why? What is, what is the reason? <laughs> it's like that, that real, that's like, what is the reason? <laughs> like desperately just like, tell me the reason so that I can, you know, relax, relax and like allow myself to like deal with this and like move through the shit. Yeah. But, you know, there's this, there's like this interesting phenomenon with trust and surrender that I've noticed within myself as well, which is like, you know, it's like when you need nothing, you attract everything. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, okay, <laughs> I don't yeah. need anything. Everything is fine. It's it's almost like this. It's like fake. It's like false surrender where you're like, it's totally fine. You're like trying to make yeah. it fine because you know that by not needing anything to be different and by making it quote unquote fine, you might actually finally get <laughs> what you want. So it's almost like trying to manipulate the laws of the universe to yes. be like, I'm ready now. Cause you're like, I'm surrendering. Yeah. 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 Do you yeah. see me surrendering, not caring? Like here I am, but you're like, not actually surrendered. You know, yeah. this totally happened to me when I was wanting to leave Spain and move to the U S and like everything was impossible. There was all these COVID restrictions, like vaccines, pandemic travel stuff, like my partner being an immigrant, not being able to get into the country. Like there was all these hurdles and things was not working out and it felt so impossible. And there was a real, that's where I actually experienced the real moment of surrender, which is where I true, like truly just gave the fuck up. Yeah. Literally was like hands off of the wheel. Like I know that this is not happening right now. Mm. And I like, there's this episode on the podcast um, called crazy faith. And I talk about this and I cried on this episode because it was like the moment where I was on a walk that morning and I just realized like, this isn't happening for you, Sam. Like you can't go home. Mm. And it was like this really just sad sinking realization of like, you have to find a way to be happy here because you're not going anywhere and you need to like, let that go. And so I came home and I grabbed my mic and I just like cried into the mic. And I was like, 
you know, this will probably all make sense someday. And I hope that I get to tell the story someday Mm -hmm. where I'm in the U S and I'm looking back and being like, it makes sense. And it's so crazy how quickly everything happened after that moment. I think I recorded that like in November, Mm. we went to the Coindom retreat in December and I was really focused on reigniting the, the hope and the, the manifestation of moving to the U S someday in some way, shape or form. And I received so many signs on that retreat, so many things lined up. And then within like a week from getting home, we had a moving date and we booked flights and we were planned to leave Europe forever and move to the U S it was crazy. So it was like the first big, like memorable experience in my adult life of like actually surrendering of being like, Mm -hmm really letting go. And I think that's, you know, I'm noticing in in this process, I'm trying to access that surrender of like returning to gratitude and being like, everything is totally fine here. And I love my family and this is such a blessing. And I literally could live here for another year or more and it would be fine. Like it would really Mm -hmm. be fine, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's interesting because it's not the same feeling, you know? And so I think for people mm-hmm. noticing within themselves where the surrender is manufactured and where it's actually real and true and raw. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. I feel like, I think this has been the most challenging part of my spiritual journey for sure has been the surrender piece. Um yeah, like even being here when we got here in what was it, February? Yeah. Um, after like a few weeks, I was like, all right, like let's go, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember Kurt didn't know what was going on. Like he didn't know the plan. And and I didn't know the plan, obviously. And so I kept asking him, like, so what's the plan? Like I probably asked him that like every other day, thinking that like somehow he would know. And I remember like after a week of that, he like sat me down. He's like, Sam, I don't know the plan. There is no plan. And I just like, I just realized like what was about to happen, you know, like I'm going to (laughs) cry, but I was just like, oh my God, really? Like we're going to, okay, okay, okay. And then I like remember having that moment and just being like, I just, I, I just want the thing that I wanted. Like, what the hell, you know? And he was like, he's like, believe me, same. (laughs) And then I think at a certain point, I just, I was like, you know what? This house is beautiful. Like Rhode Island's a great state. It's going to be summer. And I'm only an hour and a half away from my family. And this may very be the last time that we live on the East Coast. And like, I've never seen my family more than I have since being here, like post-college, you know, because like I've seen them not every weekend, but like definitely a few weekends every month. And I think even just like buying a surfboard was just like surrender of like, all right, I'm going to be here, you know? And it's funny because I bought it like literally a week and a half ago. And I'm pretty sure that we're going to be leaving in like a few weeks. And it was almost like I had to just say like, all right, fuck it. I guess we're going to be here, you know, and just like let go of wanting to leave for it to come. And I think that it's like, it's like if we can do this in all parts of our life, how much, how much more flow and ease we can have whether it's with our relationships, whether it's with money, whether it's with, if you're building a business with your business, like with your work, with your job, like it's like, sometimes we just have to throw our hands in the air and be like, all right, this is what it is. Like, let me make the most of it. What can I do? You know, what can I, like, what can I control? What can I focus on that? It's actually in my control. And that has been like such a journey of like, wow, I can't put, I can't give my power away to this environment. 
I got to make the most of it or else I'm going to be miserable, you know? And it's like that quote. I, this is one of my favorite quotes. I never understood it for the longest time, but I, it always stuck with me. And it's like, wherever you go, there you are. Mm-hmm. And it's the idea that like, you can't escape yourself. <laughs> you can't escape yourself. And so I think for me, the feeling of like being trapped in this feeling of stuck in this feeling of like, ugh, was actually just me waiting. It was me waiting until the environment changed in order to do something about it. You know, it was waiting for yeah. us to leave in order to X, Y, and Z. And this version of me, which I'm very grateful that I'm at this place in the, in my spiritual journey is like, okay, we're going to be here. Like, it's not the worst case scenario. Yeah, it's really fucking challenging and hard, but like, it could be way worse. It could be way worse. And so I really do believe it all comes back to gratitude, you know, and like what's in your control and focusing on that. And that just takes a level of diligence that can be just really time consuming too, to always be like yeah. pulling the brain in the other direction to be like, no, no brain. Don't focus on those things. Like focus on what is good. No, no brain. Come on, come on. Like over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I was saying before, I think it just like the, it's the intentionality has to be so heightened mm-hmm. because of the challenging aspect of the environment. You know, when you're, when your environment is like exactly how you want it to be and it's great and it's smooth sailing and the energy is right. You don't have to try as hard to focus on gratitude. You just are right. It's like, you just yeah. are in gratitude. You like wake up and you're like, I love this place. I love my room. I love the light. I love the people that I live with or the person that I live with. I love the man in my bed. I love right it's just like woo it's like it's it's easy because it's it's all there yeah. but i think that's what you know we're being reminded of in these scenarios and for anybody listening that is in a scenario that's less than ideal or less than optimal it's like the intentionality just has to be 10x yeah. what it normally would be and pulling yourself back and doing what you can with what you have and where you are i think that's always you know, so powerful to remind yourself that even when you are not in control, there are things that you can do, you know? And I think that's like, like you said, getting out of the victim mindset of like, well, this is so out of my control and, you know, I can't do anything about it because I live with my parents or because I have these roommates and I hate them or this, the house is this, that way or whatever, or I don't have enough money to do this, that, or the other thing. Like so easy to just be like, stuck in the feeling of like, well, it's not up to me. Like I can't do anything about it. And sometimes there are elements of that, which are true, but what is also always simultaneously true is that there are things that you can do. And I wouldn't be surprised if you guys did leave in a couple of weeks, because like I said, you know, when I had my like real moment of surrender where I just almost like laid down and was like, okay, I guess it's not happening. You know, I guess we're not going, at least not now. You know, I didn't give up on the vision of like it Mm -hmm. happening at some point, but I stopped pushing and waking up every day with that energy of like, I need to figure it out. And I need to like figure out how to make it go faster. Like I just really was like, okay, universe, I guess I'm going to be here Mm -hmm. for like maybe a year, maybe two years, maybe five years. I really don't know. But like, I guess here I am. So what am I going to do to, to love it where I am? And you really have like kind of had that moment, like physical representation of like bought a surfboard, going to the mm-hmm. beach, taking lessons. You're like, I live in Rhode Island. <laughs> like mm-hmm. This is where I live now, you know? And so maybe, maybe it will click in and, and happen in a few weeks. Yeah. And, and if it doesn't like, so be it. I, I think at this point, I, I kind of just like am accepting of it, you know? And when you were talking about that, I, I don't like what just came up was, yes, this point of my, like this area of my life, let's just say is what it is. But, and, and for everyone, like, I think it's almost like not every part of your life is always going to be simultaneously up-leveling. And I think it can mm. 
-hmm. it like is a reminder of like, okay, well, what other parts of your life are going well? Because I think that's what, that's really what we have to focus on. Like, yes, you can focus on the things that are going well in the scenario that you're not loving, but also think about all the other parts of your life. Like I know something right now for me, like Kurt and I's relationship has never been better. Like it has been just, I literally, I just, I don't know. I, I wake up and I'm like, is this real life? Like, I'm like, yo, this is the best feeling ever having somebody that just loves and accepts you for who you are like period. And I know you feel that way with Jaime. Like it's just, there is no better feeling in the world. And I think, I think when you, I think when you actually are a team, the yeah. mutual challenge does bring you together more. If you're not truly a team, I think experiences like these that are really challenging and kind of, you know, uprooting to our sense of direction mm -hmm. or self or what's going on in life can split people apart. But I think it's such a good sign when you're with someone and yeah. you're going through something that's hard for both of you. And it's kind of like a situation that neither of you really want to be stuck in, but you're kind of like moving through it together. And it makes yeah. that, it, it kind of strengthens that bond. I think that's a really good sign. Totally. Yeah. And I'm like, like, wow, like we have gone through so much as a couple and we've been together for three and a half years. And I know you and Jaime have been together for like, what, seven? More yeah. Than seven. Yeah. And it's like, that's a long time for you guys to be together. And for me, like, it's still not my longest relationship, but it's getting close. And I think I wake up every day and just thank God, like, oh, I'm so grateful that this is the man that was given to me. I don't even like, yes, I picked him. Yes, I chose him. Like, yes, I literally did ask him out. But like, I'm like, <laughs> no, the fucking universe chose this. I would like, it's so funny how I would have never like thought that this is how it went. And I'm like, I couldn't, I couldn't be happier with my person. And it's, yeah the craziest part Dude, about the it same all like, i met someone in a foreign country you think i've fucking planned that I, it's and i think that's that is what we always have to come back to is like dude the most magical things happen when you least expect it you know like yeah. it's like when we go back to and this is what i've been doing because like even like in my business like i've i've and we don't have to like dive into this topic too much but i've kind of been taking a step back to be like okay like what's the legacy I want to create? Like, what's the like future of my business? Like, what does it look like? Like what needs to go and stuff like that. And in that process, I've realized like, which I haven't, I haven't shared this on the internet yet. So I'm sharing this with you. I am hiring Kurt as my COO and he is, he literally just gave me his W9 and I'm going oh to my put God, him on, on my fucking payroll because I I'm like, you are literally the person I've been looking to hire, but you're right in front of me. Holy shit. Like, we just had a meeting. We had a team meeting, and it was in the van, and it was the two of us. It was fucking oh hilarious. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to cry. I'm like, this has been my dream forever. Like, I've literally just wanted my partner to be so, like, you know, whatever this, like like when you put your hand I'm trying to do this motion for you guys when you put your hands together like you know with oh just like like this like I just want to do life with my person and I want them to be the like sidekick in my business I've always wanted that I've always visualized that like you know speaking on stage and like he's in the back with like the mic set up and like coordinating people yeah. or some shit. I don't know I've always had that vision and at a, at a certain point I was like fuck maybe it's not gonna happen maybe this isn't meant for me. Like, maybe I'm just not going to get that, you know? And I was like, I don't know. And I, again, surrender peace. And then Kurt quit his job and he had this like gap space and I pitched the idea to him and he said, yes. And I was like, are you serious? And he's like, oh yeah, baby bird, we are going <laughs> to fuck shit up. <laughs> Call you that? What a baby bird! <laughs> just like a saying that he has, but oh my god! So, anyways, going back to the original point, it's like 
I am focusing on that right now because that's bringing me so much joy. I am like beyond the moon ecstatic to like have somebody who is so organized and like entrepreneurial and like systems and like all the things I'm not good at. Like basically everything business related. Like it's just not my like like expertise. Like it's just not. And I'm like, I really needed a fucking break, you know, like I needed this so badly. And so I think that's also brought us together too, because I'm like, you know what? Like you're my ride or die bitch. Like, let's do this thing together. Like let's navigate this challenging time being here in Rhode Island together. And also let's like pour our energy into something that's going to be amazing. It's going to give us both so much more freedom. It's going to give us so much more impact and fulfillment and all the things. And like, you're going to be able to be in your zone of genius and same with me. And, and that's what I've been focusing on because that's what's going well. And I feel like when we, when we give our attention to what is going well, that can just completely obliterate the feelings of helplessness or stuckness in the other parts of life, because you're like, whatever who cares like don't even fucking care because i'm happy over here and that's really like what i've been practicing focusing on but then there's sometimes where i'm just in the depths of the miserable situation i'm like god <laughs> but still like i do my best to focus on the the good yeah piece. <laughs> it's a roller coaster it's like yeah. as we were talking about before we recorded it's like some days you're like this is totally fine like i got this i can do this it's all good it's all good no worries and then other days you're like what the it really is it's but I think that's like life encapsulated too but I love that for you guys I'm so excited Jaime and I have had so many conversations about him working for me someday I could so see that for you guys yeah and he's like because he's always so excited about all the things that I'm doing like he knows all my clients names like he helps me make like client gifts when I send them out like he's super super excited about the retreat and like helping me plan that. And he's like, so into that. He like wants to be like the retreat manager. (laughs) (laughs) Like I want to come on the retreat and like, you know, set, set everything up and like organize the spaces and like do all of the like background stuff. And, and I'm like, okay, I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, we could make that work. Like, yeah. So I think working together in some capacity will probably be part of our future as well. And I think it just makes sense when you are such a good team and when each person brings something unique to the table that the other person doesn't have, you know, like opposites attract kind of thing. Like I know you and Kurt are like really opposites and Jaime and I are like really opposites. We've had this conversation in private about like how I'm, (laughs) I'm Kurt. (laughs) (laughs) And that's also why our friendship works. Oh my god, um, yes. <laughs> because yeah, like opposites attract. It's just a real thing. Um, so I love that. I love that. And I, I feel that way too about, you know, the things that are working, focusing on them and just really pouring into them and letting mm-hmm. that be the thing that drives you. Like as soon as I booked the villa for this retreat, I was like, I don't need a house. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> I, I told him, I was like, I don't even care if we get a house. Like I have a new project that I'm excited about. Yes. I have a new fucking thing that I'm on. So like whatever, <laughs> fuck the house, you know? Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. So I felt yeah. the same when I booked the house for my retreat too. I was like, whatever, it's going to mean that we're going to be in Utah in September. So whatever. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. Like, I guess I don't care about anything else. Um, and like, maybe that's a little bit of escapism, but I also think it's, it's healthy channeling your energy into the things that are working, right. It's yeah. just like, you know, where, where your energy flows or where your attention goes, energy flows and just like magnifying the things that are working and that are going well and that are beautiful in your life instead of dwelling in the victimhood of, you know, the one situation or circumstance that you really want to get out of or that you feel stuck in. Um, but yeah, I've loved this conversation. I feel like there were so many, so many beautiful like realizations and lessons and nuggets for everybody listening that were just like cosmic and unexpected. Like we Mm -hmm. said, we did not plan to talk about this at all, but we just kind of like let it flow. So I hope this episode was enjoyable for you guys to listen to and that you have something to take away. If you're feeling any of these feelings in your life right now, feeling stuck, wanting something to change, working on manifesting something, getting out of an environment that's maybe not the most optimal for you, that you feel less alone and a little more supported in the journey. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like 
just remembering that like go, like what you just said you're not alone truly like I feel like what is personal is cosmic you know like collective and yeah like that's what I meant not cosmic <laughs> thank you um but it's really true like when you actually just ha- start to have conversations with with people and share what's going on in your life and kind of open up which I know can be scary you realize like you're literally not the only one and I think there's a lot of um just like respite in that of knowing like okay like at least I'm not the only one like it just takes some of the pressure off of you and it lets you know like okay you're not going to be perpetually in this forever there is a light at the end of the tunnel and just continue to have the faith knowing that you're exactly where you need to be truly yeah that's the that's the truth that's the message that you and I are both returning to every day I'm exactly where I need to be and that I hope is serving someone who's listening to this right now just remembering keeping both feet on the ground one foot in front of the other bringing gratitude back into your heart focusing on the things that are working making the small changes that you can to the environment or the situation that's not working and remembering that you are always exactly where you need to be and that it's all going to work out and make sense very very soon so thank you guys for tuning in and listening to this conversation If you enjoyed it, don't forget to take a screenshot and share it to your stories and tag both Sam and I so we can see you and say hey and send you a little message. Um, And also, please go over to Spotify or Apple, wherever you're listening to this podcast and leave a rating and review. It's just a very kind thing to do and it helps support both of us as entrepreneurs and our podcast. So we love you guys so much and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.